Bitching. We're back. We're bitching. We're out of work. Lombardo was in work for a week, and now he's out of work. How many yes. days did you shoot uh, on your? Uh, yeah. On your, don't, what, is it kind of procedural show? Hi, my name is Lombardo Boyar, <laughs> <laughs> and this is Todd by the fucking Anderson over hey, there. Hey, everybody. Anyways, if you don't know that by now, you suck. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, get it together. But yeah, uh, so I worked. That's the good news. And it was a great experience. Great show. Great way to come back. Uh, so, of course, now I'm depressed because I don't have a job again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it sucks when they end, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Especially when they're not, they're just a one one guest star that's over so fast. Yeah. Or a commercial. Really cool. Then you're... You go through the whole like in a commercial. You go through you like your you have your first day jitters at the beginning of the day, and at the end of the day, you're you're all wrapped and you're hugging everyone goodbye, and it's all over. You had this whole journey that only took a day. Yeah, it was interesting, man. It was it was crazy. Uh, you know, before each take, you know, masks on. You rehearse with the masks. And you never see second team anymore, which are the stand-ins, which, uh, if you guys don't know, those are the people that stand there and light uh, while they're lighting. We rehearse it. They mark us. They see what we're going to do. And then they let us go, and the stand-ins stand there while they light and get the camera movements down and all that stuff. So, but the thing is, you don't see them anymore, so you don't get to talk. Like, they're done, and and they hang out completely somewhere different. You know, they're not allowed to mingle with you. And that's what they try to do with everything. I tried to stop. I knew the script supervisor from Murder in the First, and she was so happy. But we did the air hug, and like I stopped one time on the way back to where they hold us, our area, just to talk to her for a little bit. And literally, I got ushered away after like three minutes. They're like, ah, oh, sorry, Lombardo. I'm like, you need to go back. Like, even though we're masked and everything, they're just like, no, that you need to be in your area, you know, no mingling. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, no craft service. So like, uh, but the thing is the PAs have more work, but the great thing is they were so fucking happy. Everybody was so happy to be working. So no one, and there's no, there's no crafty on set. So that's a job that's been cut. The, that's like a whole cottage industry or I don't know. What do you call that? Like a, an industry that is latched onto it. It's like a pilot fish right. industry. <laughs> I mean, they're like still there. Way. Don't get me wrong. They're still there and you can order anything. There's still a crafty. Okay. There's still a crafty truck, and there's a guy sitting there with drinks. But they give you everything. Like you can't. Okay. You can't grab anything. And everything that is there is packaged. Like there's uh-huh. not. There's nothing open. Of course, like no open fruit. No open. Like remember, you used to have the M M&M and M bowl or you know the right. nut bowls or whatever. Yeah, none of that shit. Of course, because it was gross back then. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like share the shared bowls and crafty. Yeah. I always stayed away from anyway. It's yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. But I was. I, but at least there is crafty because I was like, oh shit, are we like we we're like England now? We don't have crafty. Or I know, which is nuts, anything. right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. No, but it's cool. Like literally, the PAs now. Like the this girl that was awesome, Megan. She was like Lombardo. We have a full menu on us at all times. So like whatever you want, you just ask us for it. We'll bring it to you. Regardless so, of the time of day, did they have? Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. So anytime now, they just—it's cool. Like they're everyone's really happy to be doing their job. Like, and the lunch they bring you, they send, they they text you a menu, you pick what you want, and it's in your room when you get there, you know, for lunch. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and how? And like what? Like is is the menu different? Is it like? A normal catering menu where there's like a chicken and a beef and a fish. Exactly. And same the thing. Choice and same thing. Every, everything's the same except, of course, yeah, no more salad bars. So I don't know. I would imagine this is probably easier for them. And I would think a little less waste. You know what I mean? Because now you're, yeah. you're doing it to order. Because if you have everything out there, regardless if people eat it or not, you're throwing it away. You know what I mean? So it's... 
And actually, the other thing that it cuts out is the awkwardness of, of communal lunches on set where all the departments, like, stick together anyway and you don't intermingle. Like, at those lunches, I was always like, well, why can't I sit over here with the grips, you know? Yeah. And they, they look at you funny and you'd be like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have sat with the grips. But, you know, now you don't even no, have to it's worry funny. about it's that funny you bring that you up. you have to be separate. And I'm interrupting you because it's presidential. But uh, <laughs> is this a debate? Are we debating right hey, now? Can you shut up, man? <laughs> but, uh, Lombardo, you're the worst president this country has ever seen. What are you God talking damn. about? Fuck! I, shut up! Course, you shut up! Of course, I'm wearing a kind of red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Does it say "Keep America Shitty" on it? No, it says "Don't call me smart." <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> or don't use smart with me, man, or whatever he said. But no, anyways, uh, back to the set. So, yeah, I literally knew a grip. Like, we were friends. We were bar friends. We hung out at the same bar. I knew his his cousin. Uh, you know, had great nights together. And he's a grip. And it, I was working on a TV show. And I literally went over there exactly because I knew him. Like, hey, what's up, man? Trying to, what's up, Jason? How's it going? Talking to him. He looks up. He goes, yeah, man, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck off, dude. But he's a big, scary dude. So I was like, okay, man. I'll just be over there. I'll just be over there with the actors. It's fucked up. But, see, for me, but it was never awkward. I like that. See, because I'm the nicest guy on the set, like, kind of like you. Like, when I'm working, I'm fun. The weird thing is because literally it's like, all right, we rehearse with the mask. And then, all right, uh, we're going to roll. All right, everybody demask, and I'll, sh- I'll show you pictures. There's literally a person, there's like three, depending on how many actors are working the scene, and they're totally mask and shield, and they have a red box that says mask on it. There's paper bags in it with the actor's names in it, and he's got a spray bottle. Okay, we're rolling, everybody demask. He comes up to you, sprays my hands, I take my mask off, put it in the bag, sprays me again for some reason, uh, but I was like, okay. <laughs> Sprays me again. Okay, everybody gets ready. We do the scene. Cut. First thing, they run out again. Spray my hands again. Reach in the bag. Put on my mask. Get sprayed again. And then we get notes. Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it was literally so ridiculous. It was a 10-second turnaround. Like, literally, we put our mask in there. And they're like, okay, cool. Deep mask. (laughs) And then here they come running back. So, of course, me. like, And I, I joked in between. But my point is, because I like to joke around on set and have fun, I literally had to edit myself because I saw how things had changed and me fucking around and joking more was only going to waste more time because of the cleaning and all of that and the separation and all these new guidelines, I knew I was just going to be adding to a longer day. So I purposely only picked golden fucking moments. <laughs> like right, it had right. to be perfect That's to make smart. it to make a joke, but I really, I want everybody over because the DP was really cool and he kept going up to like everybody and saying, hey everybody, my name is Steven, I'm the DP, blah, blah, blah. And like one time after lunch, you know, I had a little fun because I was on my lunch and I came back and uh. I'm still feeling a little good. And uh, and I caught him saying that to somebody and like we were rehearsing and I went up and I just busted. I was like, oh hi, my name is Steven, I'm the DP. Hey everybody, has anybody met Steven, the DP? Hey, this is Steven, the DP. <laughs> And everyone just fucking died, you know. His crew was done. <laughs> it was awesome. That's good. So I killed That's him, great. and that became a little running joke every time. Like every single, hey, what's up? That's Steven, everybody. And every time, <laughs> <laughs> you were like introducing him. You oh yeah. Like, so, uh, so I had a blast. Yeah. And every time I'd make jokes and like you know, and I, it just made it really fun. And literally one of the sprayers, and I couldn't come up with a better name for them. The Maskinators. I was trying to come up for a name, a good name for this new job. Because really, that's their job. There's three PAs. And they did rotate yeah. some days. Like some days. I don't know if it's the shit job. You know what I mean? I don't know if like, fuck, hey, man. You're the ma- you're the sprayer today. I like, kind of like sprayers. They, <laughs> they ain't paying those people shit. You know, they're I making know. like fi- 15 bucks an hour or something shitty like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying in that world, what is a shittier job? Walking the actors around, getting us food, or being a sprayer. You know what I mean? So, I think I don't know, man. That's hard. I think I'd rather be a sprayer. Yeah, I mean, you interact. Anyways, this kid Drew, uh, when I was leaving, 
literally told me, hey man, thanks. For, I don't know how long he's been in the business. But he said, hey man, thanks for making this the best two days I've ever had on set. And I was really? Like, Fuck, dude. And yeah, and that just fucking crushed me. It made me feel so good, you know? Did you ask him for a job as a sprayer? <laughs> I know. I kind of liked that job. I was like, dude, what do you guys get paid? I'm fucking down. That's it. And then the other time I, I cracked him up too. Like I went to the bathroom and it was like our, almost our last setup. You know, I was almost wrapped for the shoot. Yeah. And uh, so they were waiting on me. You know, not too long, but I was the last one there. And I got there and I fucking, you know, he sprays me. Everyone's watching me. He sprays me. I take off my fucking mask. I put it in there. He sprays me again. I go, fuck it, man. Hit me again. And he sprays me again. <laughs> I wrapped it. I put it on like cologne and shit. Everybody just cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know. That's so, very awesome. I actually, I, I was listening to a podcast and I heard uh, Sam Levine complaining about what you're talking about. Yeah. The, like excessive masks on, masks off spraying and all that stuff and he he was he was working on a commercial i guess and he was like you know i i didn't complain or anything but at a certain point i was like jesus this is entirely unnecessary i mean we all had that kind of moment like because they do try to keep you too far away even the actors and like and i I knew the girl that was playing my wife uh who's a great actress you know um laura it's got to be laura seron okay laura and she told the director, Louder. she told the director on a Zoom straight up, uh, hey, uh, you know what? It's not, I know you're saying Laura, but it's Laura, okay? <laughs> Which I love, that's just her. Uh, but yeah, Laura. We, but we couldn't talk. Like, we had to keep our masks on. We had to stay far away, even in between takes. Like, they sat us down. They had to make sure they sat us six feet apart even when we sat. And there was a safety person on set. Her name was Carol. She was really good at her job. She even caught you for a little bit with your mask off. Like she was like, uh, Lombardo, uh, I need your mask off. And you know, so you do have that kind of moment, like, come on, but fuck off, whoever. Who are you talking about? What's the guy's name? Sam Levine. Yeah, fuck you, Sam Levine. You should be happy you're working, <laughs> motherfucker. So that's why, like, right now, they, you could fucking, you could have me do anything. I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I have no problem. I, I, I have no problem uh, with the over the topness. I mean, it does sound a little bit. Silly, but but joke uh, about would, it. You know, joke about would, it. Have yeah, fun with I it. would have Roll no problem it. doing it. Yeah. Well, it's just maybe it's being way overly cautious, but that's better than being a train wreck. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah, like because the good news. I'm I not, see a I'm lot of people. Sick. I see a lot of people online. Hey, no, why you know, don't you shut up, man? I'm making a no, point. No, you shut up. No, this, you is shut up. <laughs> this is my debate. This is my debate. This is gonna be the this debate show. Let's say we call this the debate show. No, fuck you, dude. I was talking. All right, no, I worked. I fucking worked. All right, have you worked? Yeah, and this, <laughs> what is the name of this podcast? It's Out of Work Actors Bitching. God damn well, it! You're just you're just taking us through a lovely well, day I'm, on the I'm, set. I'm sorry, I fucking worked. All right. I'm do you sorry. want Do you want to tell us what you had for lunch, Lombardo? Is that what you want to I say? I will. I had fucking coconut shrimp, and it was delicious. <laughs> both days? <laughs> Not both days. I mean, one day I had like steak. You know. It was awesome. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> oh my god. But I'm out of work now, so I'm fucking bitching about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome welcome back. Uh, it's been great. While you were uh, doing your show, I was uh, busy compartmentalizing my depressions. I saw uh, that. I saw a little bit you of know, that you were posting. Yeah, I don't know. I have... I have COVID depression and I have out of work financial depression uh, and I have political depression. I have all these depressions and it's just what percentage of my depression is COVID related or, you know, work, not work related, non-working related. You know, it's, it's, it's a depressing time. It really is. Trust me. I, uh, you know, I, I got money coming, but my corporation is down, so... I'm gonna get taxed, you know, and uh, oh, you let your uh, yeah, your, I let it. Your... It's suspended right now because you know I didn't pay it, and then now I owe like twenty four hundred, and even if I paid it, it takes about a month to fucking be reestablished, and that's that's right. that's normally who knows right now with fucking COVID times, um, so my sister's gonna try to help me with that because hopefully I'll continue to keep working, um, but. Yeah, so I got money coming, but still, I talked to my bank, and they're like, yeah, man, look, I know you sent us a grand uh, in July, but it's just sitting there, you know, because until you complete a mortgage payment, we can't really process it. 
So is there right, any, right. so is there any way you could send us anything? And literally hit me up like, you know, we have ninety thousand clients and uh, everyone's struggling. <laughs> like, please send us some money, man. <laughs> So I, I, I was just so I did. I sent him uh, to a com- to complete one payment because I want to be a good. You know, I want everybody to keep. Fun- I want them to be keep be keep being cool to me. They've been really nice. I found out I can get an extension of this at the end. Mm-hmm. If things are still not great, which I thought was amazing. Um, but yeah, but you know, I don't want to do that. I would love to continue to keep working and keep this account and me moving and pay my mortgage. You know, and yeah, yeah, and help them out too. But fuck. I can't do anything if there's no work. And that's why I'm depressed now because yeah, like, you know, after you work, you're on this you're fucking high. You yeah, you taste. have a taste and then you just crash. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. That's why Saturday, I think I was just licking my wounds when I missed your fucking hole. Uh, uh, we were supposed to do a pod on Saturday. I fucking did the total flaky working actor thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I literally like I worked. It's, and- it's true. It's like, I, I've had it's not just you. It's like I've had a bunch of people flake on podcasts because they got jobs. Like, oh. <laughs> You'll get there, buddy. Yeah. You'll get there, Todd. As soon as, every, as soon as everybody gets a job, they're all like, "I don't have time for Todd." <laughs> no. I'm too good for Todd. No, I no, a, no. I'm a working performer. <laughs> no, for me it was more like, "Fuck, I don't have a job now." Uh, I think I talked to my bank on Friday. Like, you know, and then I was just like, ugh, sent the money. And literally, I just, you know, had my phone off, and I was just, like, vegging out on the couch, blah, blah, blah. And then I, then I finally was like, let me check my phone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit. Uh, I felt so bad. I haven't even had a goddamn audition this week, man. Oh, yeah. That'll fucking really bum me out. Me neither. That's the other thing. It's still going. Nothing. I keep checking my emails. Like, fuck, any auditions? Nothing. Well, Nothing. You know what? It's it's actually probably par for the course when I think about it because Rosh Hashanah just happened. Yeah, and that's true. Around around any holiday, any everything slows down oh, for a week, sure. maybe two. Uh, so that's probably maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, man. But damn, let's kick it in, brother. Hang in there. Yeah, I was. I got. I like spiraled uh, uh, a few days ago into just like total depression because I just ran into saw a laundry list of all the people from the show I worked on for five years yeah like all of them including the recurring guest stars uh, like me are all working they all have these awesome things happening and you know and I'm of course happy for everybody but part of me was like why am I why am I on the sidelines? Why am I left out? Like, why? Why? Why not me, world? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and you get... It, when that starts happening, it's hard to fucking pull yourself out of it and get back to, you know, creating shit for no money like I do all the goddamn time. Well, I have some kind of good news and bad news. Um, good news for me, bad news for everybody on the show... <laughs> But I think if you guys listen to episode three, uh, you'll, oh, yeah. you'll hear me I, complaining. I I'm sure I talked about it when I lost the big gig. You know, the CBS, you know, I can, yeah, say, yeah. The, I can say the name of the show now, I think, uh, broke. Uh, but anyways, you know, or else I put, and I was like crushed, right? Oh, yeah. destroyed. Never fucking aired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only good thing I can say about... Almost everything that I tested on yeah. is that most of it didn't go. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head that went was uh, Arrested Development. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but that sucks because it it was just the worst. It was the worst, one of the worst experiences of my yeah, my yeah. life. Yeah, but so what? It wasn't meant to be, man. You know, fuck it. But yeah. It would have been better though if the show hadn't gone. It was a good show and everything, but. You know, for my edification, for my my feelings, it's not about Arrested Development, Lombardo. It's about me. Oh, it's I about know me and my feelings. I know. I don't care if Jason Bateman got a job. I don't give a shit. Yeah. What I give a shit about is I didn't get a job. You see? Yeah, Jason Bateman's kind of a big deal. He's pretty good, and he's a fa- he's Hollywood family royalty, man. Going back to his fa- his fucking parents, like everybody. You know, there's just some of those fans. Not saying he's not good. 
but he's been in you know the Hollywood fucking mafia. I, lo- I, I love. I I didn't mean to uh, cast any disparity on. Uh, Although I don't know what the fuck he was doing. I like in, that guy. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he was doing in that Friends Emmy thing. Did you catch that? And then he's no. in the back. So they had this like little where like all three of the girlfriends like Phoebe. And I don't know the other uh, Rachel, and I don't know what, what is, uh, what's her face's name? I don't know the brunette. Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe was there, but anyways, all three of them apparently. Becky. Were, Becky. Yeah, Becky. Lin, yes. Lin, Linda. <laughs> Whatever. It is. So the three of them are there, and it's like a friends reunion. It's like oh, really cute. And all of a sudden, Jason Bateman pops up in the back. And I almost want to say he called him Ross or something. I'm like, what? Like, that's not even him. Did, was he in Friends? Or like, I, it was weird. Did he guest on Friends? I mean, I wouldn't know. I, Me neither. I, I never I, finished. I watched it a, li- a few times when it was on reruns. And I liked uh-huh. it. Like, I, I caught a lot of shows that were really popular and fell in love with them more in reruns than when they were, like, actually airing. I liked Matt Perry on Friends, but when that show started, I was living in a shack in the back of an alleyway in Astoria, Queens. Yeah. And and I had so many jobs so I could live there. And that show started, and they all had... Like three of them shared this amazing rooftop uh, with a deck apartment, and the, these two others shared. Like they had amazing apartments, and they and I had all their jobs. They only had one of them, you know, data entry clerk and clerk at a music. I was doing all of that, and I was living in a shack in the back of an alleyway. So friends didn't appeal to me because it seemed like bullshit. It was unrealistic. That was in your yeah. earlier fucking everything sucks thespian days. Yeah, it was the wrong. It was the. It came out at the wrong time for me to like it. Yeah, that's why I think I liked it better in reruns because then I could just appreciate it. The, so I was the same with Seinfeld, which I, I really love. But I don't know. In the beginning, I just couldn't put up with Jerry Seinfeld's acting and his voice, and like I hated it. And then once it was yeah. on, once it was on Channel Five, you know, reruns. It was like you know. I was like, oh, cool. I kind of would just sit there and have to watch like three or four and I got it, you know, of course, Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Seinfeld is an interesting show. I watched it when it was on the air and I thought it was funny, but I have friends who hate it and I understand why because it is sort of a, it's a hateful show. There's no love in that show. That show is about why everything sucks and people are stupid. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's, that's what's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's the same fucking show. Yeah, uh, and uh, I get I get like being turned off by that the same way like uh, you know I was on that show you're the worst, which is you know Seinfeld on steroids in a lot of ways, um, and people would say to me you know I tried to watch your show and it wasn't my show I, that that's one thing that bothers me when people are like I tried to watch your show and it's like not my show I was just a guy on the show it's not yeah. my show <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let you know when my show is yeah. on the air but people would say to me you know those people are just so hateful and mean and I can't watch it yeah I don't know uh, if you noticed but the name of the show is you're the worst I know I know and I was like I get it I get it if you don't want to hang out with people but I'll bet while you don't want to hang out with these people I'll bet you watch murder shows all the time and hang out with like grisly murders yeah I know uh, that's their demographic so, man those ladies yeah. that those ladies that talk like that that's their demographic yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and women love those, those crime shows. That's it. I, and they don't like comedy that's that's negative because their comedy needs to be positive and buoyant because uh, they get all their shit on their murder shows. That's right. And then they laugh at the quips and the sardonic jokes that Gil Grissom dishes out. That's such an old reference. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's around. Uh, anyway, CSI is not even around. It's all gone. Yeah. Isn't it? What? Nah, I think so. Yeah, we'll see. Dun, dun, dun. The only thing left is like there's a Law and Order. That's it. Oh yeah, Law and Order is great, especially because they're based on real life. Can't beat that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Based on real life. 
Not really. No, I mean, they ripped stuff from the headlines, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're early on, but they ran out of those because they had made so many shows, they ran out of juicy headlines. Are you saying they ran out? No, you can't run out. I mean, you could probably probably do fucking 50 seasons just in Florida. I'll tell you what. (laughs) That's true. I mean, if there was a Law and Order Florida, I'd watch it. There was CSI Miami. That was pretty awful. But but anyway, I would. yeah, sure. Uh, but you don't have... My point being about... Yeah, I know. What's your things, point? Fuck, hey, shut up, man. You right? keep interrupting me in this shit. debate and you get me... I'm you're, I'm bidening out because you're you're distracting me with your interruptions. Yeah, except I'm, God. The, except I'm the one smiling. Where's Chris Wallace? Why isn't he stopping you? You're oh, out dude. of control. I tried to watch some of it. It was like, oh my God, it was just horrible. Yeah, God. it was awful. I, I was uh, drinking heavily while yeah. watching it. Yeah. Um, I saw your wife's post, the first thing she put. like already, She's like, hasn't even started. I already want to fucking puke or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty and I said, if you, I said, if you're drinking every time Donald Trump says many people, you need to go to a hospital right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or uh, you're Mr. President. Uh, Mr. President. Mr. President. No, I mean, it's, I just think, I don't know how you could watch that and like, fuck, especially the whole, I'm not going to say their names because, you know, I don't don't want to give them any more publicity than they had. And also because I think they, not that anything's wrong with gay, but they kind of sound like a a gay pride group. (laughs) (laughs) Who does? The the ones that that Trump referred to, remember? I said, oh, the fucking crowd (laughs) boys. Yeah, somebody on Twitter, I can't, I wish I could credit this person because it made me laugh. He was like, Proud Boys is a gay bar, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, that's what it sounds like. It's like, hey, yeah, the Proud Boys. Where's the yeah, Proud? Yeah. Fuck, they're going to target us now. Well, it's, you know, it's just funny because it's it's classic. You know, it's that classic homosexual panic joke of, of someone who's so deeply, incredibly homophobic. But you know they are, so actually, that's, why, that's the way to kind of hurt them. You know, that's, right, that's right. Gonna, yeah. But also it's it's that thing of they're so incredibly homophobic, it speaks to you, oh, yeah. the, the man doth protest too much. Well, yeah, there's but they're all like that. All you're, you're a latent, you're a latent gay person and that's why you're so mad. Yeah. Uh, at gay people who are out because they're living the life that you want to live. Yeah, they're only gay. Yeah, they're only gay with him and Bubba are up late at night and they get any strippers and they keep drinking. They're like, hey, man, <laughs> you feel funny? <laughs> I don't want to go down this road any further. You're yeah. making me deeply uncomfortable. I, yeah. I don't, you're I putting pictures in my head, Lamar. Uh, you know, you Bubba. and me by a campfire. Would yeah. you uh, do a shot-for-shot shot remake of Brokeback Mountain with me? Oof. We're the leads. How much are you paying? <laughs> <laughs> well, your scale. You guess your scale. Ah, fuck that. Ah. It's, a, it's an independent feature. You don't want to do it? But how about that you get the call and they say, hey, man, Nicolas Cage, Netflix, it's greenlit, and he's a big fan of fucking You're the Worst, and he thought, You'd be the perfect guy uh, to do broke back the series with him. <laughs> so I would be frequently making out with Nick Cage. That's it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> Where's the fucking contract? Yeah. Give me the contract. There you go. You heard it here first, people. And Nick Cage, if you're listening, you heard that. Todd, Why wouldn't I do that? Todd Anderson. Why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you do that if Nick Cage uh, wanted to a series again? Of course, they'd have to be a series con- where you guys are no, but again, very I, I'd have to say I'd physical, say, romantic, but I'd have gay, to say, romantic. I'd have to say, hey, pay, pay me what Nick's getting paid, and I'm in. <laughs> you don't get paid when Nick gets paid. He's a he's a, a major star. You're not there yet. No, no I know. You can't but make that him, demand. Man. No, but you pay me what he does, or I ain't doing it. That's what I would stand for. I'd have to get paid, not what he gets, honestly, but I have to get paid pretty well. All right. Then I. All right. Yeah, I don't want to work for nothing. No. I was saying online the other day that I would like all the jobs that I've done over the years that were for deferred pay uh, to pay me now, please. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, this is the time. <laughs> now, now I need that deferred. Remember, remember. It has been uh, it has been deferred, motherfucking long enough. Remember, remember, sixteen years ago when I did that scene in your indie film for deferred pay. Could you send me that check now? I mean, I think enough time has passed. And also, it's been all, and also all the video or film of my ass. Can I have that? Because that wasn't deferred. <laughs> no. Actually, when I showed my ass on TV, they paid me right away. Well, yeah, they tend to want to do that when you show something. Like, uh, they didn't pay well. They paid poorly. <laughs> but they paid on time. And that's something. Good, something. good enough for who it was for. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me. <laughs> I know. Hey, why don't you stop interrupting me, dude? Seriously. It's like God damn not. it, Lombardo. <laughs> God damn it. You're never good for this country. You've never been good for this country. Shut up. Fucked shut it up. up. You fucked up. You up. fucked up the country. You. You shut up, you clown. <laughs> I'm sorry, you uh, person. Yeah, that was great when you called him a clown. <laughs> this clown, I mean the president. <laughs> that was dope. That was pretty funny. But I caught that part. I had to keep going back and forth from uh, my my daughter's now getting into, who's seven. My wife's getting into the fucking Lifetime Movie Network. Oh, no. So they love those movies. So so in between, on the commercial breaks, I'd go back, you know, and catch some of the debate when I caught that part. But yeah, the good thing about that is that Lifetime fucking Movie Network has about 10-minute commercial breaks. So I got quite a bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. You got plenty of time to, oh, yeah. to duck out. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing, yeah, uh, I'm fucking dissing Lifetime. That's right. I'm never gonna do that. That's all right. I know someone who does a lot of those uh, Lifetime or Hallmark or one of those channel. You know, she does those kind of movies. Yeah. Uh, and she, her, and her husband are uh, Republicans, and they live in a mansion in the Hollywood Hills, and it's right near uh, one of those. Runyon Canyon trails or whatever. Yeah. And a, a lot of homeless people have moved in. So they've become terrified and they're fucking selling their mansion and moving to Arizona. Like that's... Yeah. That's an overreaction. There's homeless people in your neighborhood. Maybe help them to not be fucking homeless. Fuck you, dude. Instead I, of I'm pulling up stakes and going to Arizona. Well, Arizona is such a fucking, you know, Republican state, so they're they're going to be right at home. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I went into, uh, did I tell you this already on this show? I can't remember. I went in, I was in Arizona. Probably in episode 25, but. Yeah, it might, this might be a repeat from episode 25, and I apologize if it is, but I went into an antique shop in Tempe, uh, Arizona. I think it was Tempe, or it was in a town near there. Uh, it was just an antique shop. It was huge. Uh, and we're walking around, we're looking at all the antiques, and we get towards the back, and there's like a, a, a whole section that's dedicated to like that Sambo art, that racist oh, yeah. art yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, from definitely. the old-timey old art. And we saw that, we're like, eh, what's that? Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, this and we kept a- walking, and then the next section from that was all Nazi shit. It was Nazi memorabilia. It was like emblems from the hoods of Nazi cars and like Nazi letters. See, you did talk about this in episode 25, but the funny thing is, I wonder what would have happened if I walked in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. I didn't bring that up the first time we talked about it. But think about that. Like, you guys were cool because you guys looked like fucking goddamn Hitler poster children. But you're... <laughs> Well, Hitler like, did not like. For the record, Hitler did not care for gingers. No way. They, they were not properly. They they nobody's ever liked gingers. <laughs> and he put to death a lot of Irish Catholics. Uh, it wasn't just Jewish people. Uh, but I did not um, know that he did not like yeah, the gingers the, either. Like, huh? he, he didn't like people of color, and he didn't like. Jewish people and he didn't like I mean he really hated Jewish people the most he hated them the most but he got to plenty of Irish Catholic redheaded fuckers he didn't like them they're not pure they're 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 pieces of shit it always cracks me up because he he totally looked Mexican so weird (laughs) 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 
Is he the one who, who came up with that phrase, are you going to be a Mexican or a Mexican? Yeah, he did. Are you going was to be that? a Mexican? Are you going to be a Mexican? <laughs> wow, that was a pretty good Hitler. Pretty yeah, good. that was excellent. That was almost as good as the Downfall guy. Did you ever see Downfall? <laughs> oh, shit, I don't think so. I don't know. They always use, there's a clip that people use online all the time and they change the subtitles so it's like whatever joke they want to make. But it's the guy in that movie playing Hitler like freaking out and screaming at everybody because yeah. it's about Hitler at the end of World War II when he's starting to lose and become completely unraveled. Right. It's a great movie. But he like screams like that and you were you, you were totally doing it. So yeah, I would like to see you in a... Uh, the Mexican Hitler movie! I am Mexican Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Now I'm losing it. It's like going all over. Now, now you sound like an angry Japanese guy. Oh yeah, I, I didn't get Japanese happened. at the end. Of the <laughs> <laughs> you can't do Japanese. That's not cool. <laughs> you can do. You could do Italian accents. You can definitely do German accents and not get in trouble, but you can't do a Japanese accent. You're going to get letters. Oh, dude. Yeah, from who? <laughs> I don't know who writes letters anymore. Somebody's going to get mad. That email? But who listens to this? And like, my niece? Yeah. Your wife? She's, she's very supportive of the podcast. She I'm really is, man. Know. Still does. She loves it. She's so cute. I mean, That's you know, cool. she'll always be cute to me because, I mean, she's like 35 now, I'm guessing. I'm not even, she's going to piss 35? I'm, kid, I'm kidding. She's 27 or something. Um, yeah, but still, you know, 27, yeah, because I'll, I'll be 48. But, like, to me, she'll always be that little girl, you know what I mean? It's so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. every time, yeah, you know, yeah, they're, even though they're women with children and stuff, when I look at their faces, I still see them when they were little. It's weird. Yeah, my uh, my quasi cousin, I still see her as a little girl all the time. Um, she's not actually my relative, but she's the sister of my uncle. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Whatever that is, that's your aunt, fucker. No, well, tech no, because he's he's an uncle by marriage, so she's actually nothing. Uh, so she's your aunt in law, I guess, kind of. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. So, but she was, uh, she was a surprise baby, and she's, uh, you know, my uncle is is older than me, and she is younger than me. Okay, cool. So, so they called us cousins growing up. You guys are cousins, and we were okay. So, and she's she was little when I was, you know, in junior high or whatever. So, yeah. I still see her as that that kid, but she's a uh, you know. She's a, a grown adult with a career as a nurse. Crazy. And she, she's freaking got a, a baby. She just had a baby. It's Damn. nuts. Holy shit. Speaking of relatives, my sister-in-law testified in front of Congress. What? On, uh, yeah. On uh, What's today? Wednesday? Yesterday yeah. she did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a, a hearing on civil rights. It was basically about uh, systemic racism in our police forces nationwide. Uh, and she was testifying uh, that there is plenty of evidence of that being true. Uh, yeah. Hello. Well, yeah, but the fact is, is it's bizarre that we have to have a hearing about this because it seems so obvious. But it's a hearing, so there were all these people... Republicans uh, and cops who are Republicans. And show it to me. Them. Fucking show it to me, man. Show it to me. Prove it. Fucking prove it. Well, yeah, all of them are white dudes. One of the cops who like runs something, I think in Arizona, if I remember correctly, but you know, he's like a higher up, and he was like, "I've never experienced r systemic racism. There's a few bad apples." Yeah. And and every time they say there's a few bad apples, I'm like, but you, that saying is. There's a few bad apples, and a few bad apples spoil the bunch. That's the whole phrase. A few bad apples spoil the bunch. So every time your argument is it's just a few bad apples, it's like, well, the bad apples spoil the bunch of which you're a part of. So now I think maybe you're a fucking racist. Well, that's only that's that, what I think. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, but you continue to hire these fucking bad apples. That's the mm -hmm. fucking problem. 
how do these bad apples keep fucking getting in there over and over time and time again? And most of them have a fucking record already that, you know, they've had complaints already and you still let it go to this point where they finally fucking kill somebody. And, you know, you let that bad apple continue to stay out there and rot. Oh, yeah. you like that? And why are they? Yes, I do. And why are they so desperate to fill these? Like, how many cops do they really? How, how many cops does each area really need? Is the other question. And why are they so desperate for employees that they'll look the other way if a person comes through the door and he's a wife beater and he's a white supremacist? And they'll be like, ah, it's he's. We need the body on the streets. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I don't like it. No, and I mean, you have to, again, it's, okay, you, you might say he's your friend, you might say he's like, whatever, but look, I've been in situations where I have to tell my friend, yo, bro, like, I don't think that's a good fucking idea. And that's the yeah. problem, like, speak fucking up, you know, don't be a fucking pussy, like that guy that just sat there, and I can't get his image out of my mind, the little fat fucker that just sat there while the cop had his knee on George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's like, yeah. dude, I, I can't get that little fucker's uh, image out of my face because he's a fucking pussy. He's sitting there not saying nothing. Like, you could see kind of concern on his, on his face, but he's so scared of this cop because he's probably a fucking bully that he doesn't say anything. You know, he doesn't save someone's right. life because he's a fucking pussy. So he shouldn't have a badge anyway. Well, and it's like when they say not not all cops. Some cops are good. And, and then the truth is I have relatives who are cops and they are good people. So I assume they're good cops on top of that. But when that's the argument that those are a few bad apples and most cops are good, then why are why do we keep seeing these videos and where are the good cops stopping these bad cops? Just what you're saying. Like where are the good cops stopping the bad cops if most of the cops are actually good? Yeah, and you Which know is, they're fucking bad. They have they there's been reports, you know? You've seen them, you know, you've seen the white black guy, like you said, you fucking seen this guy drunk or whatever. Like fuck man, I know, but shit. He doesn't belong there. You know, eventually he's going to blow up. He'll find another job or whatever. But fuck, you don't put up with it. You know what I mean? Like, I would, I, and I, I bet a lot of the quote-unquote good cops uh, that are actually good cops, um, I bet a lot of them are more educated than the average cop. I bet a lot of them went to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? And didn't just do the six weeks of uh, a police academy. Yeah. I mean, I think that 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 has a lot to do with it. Because in a lot of other countries, you know, cops need a degree exactly. before they they can even do cop training. Well, so. here's what I was gonna say on this point. Because you know, yeah, I'm trumping you, fucker. But anyways, <laughs> God damn it! Stop interrupting me. But what I'm saying is. Because, you know, if I don't say it now, I'm going to forget. But the thing is, I think the problem might be that there's, you know, whether they want to fucking admit it or not, there's probably more bad cops. Or if not bad cops, you're going to get looked down on if you out another cop. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So that's what I'm saying. So that's the other thing to think about. Okay? They're like, oh, that fucker's a rat. You know, within that shit. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You hear that? So then, so then you got to worry about that. The locker room fucking antics, right? Like now you're there at the station. No one wants to talk to you because you fucking outed out someone you should have. You become I had a, You become pretty much a, internal affairs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had a... I have a friend who used to be a cop. And what he said, one of the biggest problems is with the, the cop situation is that, you know, in addition to, you go to police academy, and then after police academy, you're placed somewhere. You're placed in a precinct, and you're on probation as a new police officer, and you're assigned uh, another cop. And these cops who, like, basically are, uh, uh, they're training the new cops, you know, they're the supervisor of the rookie. And they they get, like, basically stipend. training day, just to put it in. Yeah, 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 it's training day. They get the stipend and they get extra money to train these new cops. But a lot of times these guys who are training them are training them. They're racist and they push the, the rookie cop into being racist because if the rookie cop, if this, it's the supervisor guy has all the say on whether this cop gets to stay on or they get fired. 
So the only way to get the job, keep the job, is to play the game with your racist boss. And I bet a lot of people play yeah, that whether game. it's whether it's racist or crooked or taking cuts, but you're gonna get the lowdown and like, hey, are you cool with this or not? Right, right. And and a, and a rookie uh, is not going to turn the tables. And when they don't turn the tables, then that's when they get folded into a system uh, that is prejudiced. I mean, it's it, it, and it's all about keeping their job at that point because, you know, they went through a whole six months of training. Not, you know, not like this, that element of it would be gone if every cop would, had to have some kind of real college degree hey what do you what do you think the cutoff is for like being a, a cop or sheriff so i think me and you should just go in and like become fucking internal affairs like the fucking meanest fucking scariest internal affairs cops ever we just go after everybody I have, I, i've fantasized about that lots of times <laughs> here's here's the rub and it's just one question you need to ask yourself do you want to stop smoking weed so you can be a cop? Yeah, well, here's how I combat that, okay? Uh-huh. I fucking get a medical marijuana license because I am a veteran. I am a veteran. I have back problems. Fuck off. All right? Well, then you're not going to – they're not going to let you in the – they'll tell you you're, you've got flat feet or whatever and you can't join. I mean, that, that's – like if it's medicinal so – I'm done already. I'm done already. Yeah, See, you that's, can't be a cop. That sucks. That's bullshit, especially when it's legal in the state that I fucking live in. That's another problem I have with it. It's like, fuck you, man. I'm, I'm fucking, I have depression because I'm a cop. I killed somebody. You know what? I don't want to drink. Drinking makes you want to go out and shoot somebody. Uh, but yeah. We, but if, weed, if cops were, weed mellows me out, man. Weed yeah, fucking mellows me out. If cops were allowed to smoke pot all the time, it'd be a lot, they wouldn't be shooting everybody in the back. They'd be chill. That's what I'm saying. Like, sit there and smoke with somebody. Or maybe they'd get too paranoid. Maybe I don't know. Nah, shut up. Of course you're gonna. I bet say a lot that. of. No, I mean no I smoking on no smoking on duty. Of course, you know, like you can't work on it. Like that's it. I can't work on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said. Sure. I find it took me years to get ballsy enough to like take a hit during lunch when I'm working. You know, because I was so paranoid that it wasn't gonna wear off before <laughs> before we got back. But it's like then I realized how long setups take. We had to rehearse. Fucking bullshit. And the girls eat makeup. So that, yeah, finally I was like, fuck it, I'm smoking during lunch. I can't eat without weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't work while I'm high uh, either. And I, I certainly wouldn't if I was a cop, but the very fact that you smoke keeps you from being a cop. That's yeah, too. I think that's horrible. Same thing do, with, same, we talked them. about it before, even with the sports, you know, we talked about it in episode 13, like athletes should definitely fucking be able to smoke pot. It's fucking stupid. You know what I'm I agree. Well, I mean, I guess the only thing that athletes shouldn't be able to do is take performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, or even cocaine, because that's what they used to get busted for in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Because before they started testing, because, yeah, these motherfuckers, you got to go run back and forth. Run, 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 run. Oh, maybe a little cocaine, eh? Keep me no. going. Do you... <laughs> Do you, Lombardo, do you do cocaine every day or just, when do you do cocaine? I do cocaine mainly at kids', <laughs> kids parties. I find that, <laughs> I find that doing it at kids' parties kind of mellows me out and I, I don't worry about drinking or smoking And weed. when, what days of the week do you use heroin? Heroin is for Sundays. That just is, Sundays? That is my church. That is... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I say hi, baby. Uh, hi. That's my birdie. You know, birdie. Let's say hi, Todd. She eating popcorn? Are you eating popcorn? Yep. We're done that with looks school, good. Man. We're celebrating. Yeah, tell me. Oh, done with school for the day? We're doing say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's nice to be done with school. Uh, my kid's probably done with school now. He was yeah. in science class all day. Uh, all day science class. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. They've done it in six-week intervals for the semester. So, you know, every kid has six classes and then maybe a couple other things. Well, can you, they, can you tell him to make me a young Kelly LeBrock? Mm. A young Kelly? Weird science? Yeah. He's not in Weird Science yet. 
That's that's not till sophomore year. He's in regular science. Uh, Next year's weird science. Uh, so uh, I'll cool. ask him to make a, a Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. I, I I that's a cool that's a cool idea. I he like ain't even get... got a license, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like racist bits in that movie that were iconic classic moments. And oh, yeah. you watch them now and you're like, Mary. Yeah. Like that whole fucking thing with Anthony Michael Hall where he's talking like black guys. Oh, yeah. But see, I, know, I don't see it as that. I just think he was so high and I think he was so cool. Like, they don't even get mad because he's just a fucked up kid. No, because he's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah he was yeah. great in that. That's one of the best performances. But, but I mean, you got to understand that it was written oh, by it white is. guys. Oh, so it that's is. like a I white man's fantasy right there uh, yeah. so yeah that you could do uh, a black stereotype well, what I'm saying is black I, people I, and they wouldn't kick your ass that's fucking uh, fantasy but I and think I, but I think Anthony Michael Hall's performance in that kind of pulls it off yeah. because he's mm-hmm. so likable that they don't beat his ass you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like <laughs> I totally agree with you yeah. like so much of it is riding on uh, Anthony Michael Hall and he is he is great uh, and very funny um, and then he got all big and buff. That cracks me up. Yeah, that's weird. Now he gets in <laughs> fights with people in pools. Yeah. So we all have our path that we're going down, and some people are different. And yeah. sometimes when you get too much too soon, yeah, uh, it can it can skew your perspective, and you're not good uh, with people. But it's uh, funny to think like, and that's even with me. Like you know, I'm realizing like you know, I got in shape for a little bit and like. But this job I got, I was playing, and it's funny that Laura, who's playing my wife, she was really concerned that she's 55 and I'm only 48, and I'm playing her husband. You know, because she, she called, we have mutual actor friends, and she called her friend. Um, and she's like, hey, man, how old is Lombardo? He's your age, right? She's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, of course, L, L uh, Vicente. And so she was really worried that I was worried, which is really sweet. She's like, hey, sweet. she's like, Lombardo, like, uh, I'm older than you. Like, you, you know, it doesn't bother you? I go, no. I said, if anything, it's a compliment. You look fucking young, and I've had a rough fucking life. <laughs> you know? I did a I did a whole love scene with Dee Wallace, and it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But she was she worried that you were worried? Um... There was, we discussed it because there was like an age thing, but I don't, I'm not ageist, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm was, not ageist, that's funny. It was all uh, very uh, comfortable. And plus, like, like I grew up, I'm going to be frank here, I grew up fantasizing about D. Wallace. Yeah, so that's dumb. So you're like, yeah. Elliot's mom from E.T. Oh, she's dumb. The lady in the howling. I mean, she was gorgeous. And And she is, she remains gorgeous. But also Uh, a great, great actress. She was awesome. She ruled it back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's great now. Uh, She doesn't get, uh, I mean, she works all the time. She just doesn't get the kind of work I want to see her in. Uh, uh, But, yeah, it's, uh, she she was uh, fantastic. But, I, I like when we were doing that we were talking about that and that was sort of the bit and the cool thing about the movie uh, that we were in uh, which is called Fuzz Track, Fuzz Track City and you can get it on Amazon Prime everybody uh, the great thing about it was that the script didn't make it a thing yeah. it wasn't a thing it was just we were too horny hooked up. Horny. yeah we were horny and we hooked up why does it have to be a big fucking deal? Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I love that about that movie. I'm going to plug more things. Go for it, man. Because it's even crazy. though even though I haven't been working and I'm depressed because I haven't been working, I still work for free. I, I, I published, I self-published a novel called The Headache Man, which you can get on Amazon. Uh, I want to uh, check that out, The Headache Man. That's right. I thought it was a joke. I thought you were just being funny. Like, yeah. No, no. I... I wrote a novel and it's there. It's a horror novel. It's scary. Uh, and then I have a, a. I do a live show on Wednesdays. Am I the lead in the Headache Man? Like if it goes to movie, come on, man. Can I be the lead? I wear a red. Why? I wear a redheaded wig and everything. Can I be? <laughs> All right. I mean, they'll probably choose you over me anyway. <laughs> so that'd be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. In, I'll do it in the Mexican Hitler voice. I want. <laughs> 
that's not really going to work for the character. I, I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> My head is throbbing! I think I love Mexican Hitler as yeah, a character. I want dope. I want that. You know, because you know how they made that uh, series uh, about, like, imagine if, if the Nazis had won. I can't remember the name oh, of the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But it was like, if the Nazis had won, this is what the world would be like. So I want it to be another parallel universe. I don't think universe. it did very well because everyone was like, uh, fuck that. No one wants to see that shit. <laughs> No, it was on for a bunch of seasons. It did well enough. People are stupid. But anyway, it had Rufus Sewell. Everybody loves Rufus uh, Sewell. I, ruck, I worked with Rufus Sewell. Yeah, was he nice? He was really cool. I, I worked with him when he was still drinking, so we had a blast. Yeah. Oh, he, he quit drinking? Oh, yeah, he's sober now. Oh, it's that one that was like Showtime or something, right? Like, it was like kind of dark. Yeah, he's a really cool guy, but uh, when I worked with him, I did a... Um, a pilot for CBS that didn't go uh, called Taste, and it was based on Anthony Bourdain's, like, uh, the Kitchen Chronicles thing. And, and he was playing the Anthony Bourdain-type chef. And I was mm. his sous chef from Nicaragua. And I, I always remember him, because that's what I said. It's like, I think my name is Raul. Or something. This is uh, Raul, and he's from Nicaragua. That's how he would say it. <laughs> so he said it every day. Nicaragua. He's from Nicaragua. <laughs> <clears throat> but he was really cool. Like literally, we wrapped um, that we wrapped after we taped the, the series, and me and him, literally everyone left, and me and him had our cars parked in front of the soundstage in fucking Sony Studios in Culver City, and we're still drinking by our cars, like pounding, smoking, <laughs> like they had to come kick us out. It was oh wow! And 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 so this was a problem for him and he quit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't just that. And the funny thing I remember is like when we were working, he got a text from um, Heath Ledger. God, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this shit. Mm -hmm. uh, but he got a text from Heath Ledger to come to a party and I was like, fuck, like that sounds great. And he's like, now my, there's only one way those fucking parties end. And he said it kind of like, you know, fuck that, I ain't going there kind of way. And I was like, oh shit, interesting. <laughs> Wait, what did he mean? I mean, I think if you went to his house, it was going to be fucking party all night. Like, you're going. Oh, like, oh. It's going to be a bender. Like, you know, like. Oh, oh. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And even though we were buzzed and shit, I was kind of like, yeah, let's go. And he was kind of like, fuck that night. Like, eh. So I think he was already kind of like, eh, getting out of that world. Like, we drank. And that's it. We drank, smoked pot. He didn't even smoke pot. I drank. I don't even know if I was smoking that much pot back then. I think I was just drank and, and, and just smoked cigarettes. And he. We had a blast. He's a funny dude, dude. And I cracked him up. We got along great. But that's like one of those things that like we had such a blast, but then it's like, it's over and that's it. He's a big star. So it's like, eh. You know? Oh, oh, yeah. There, I've had done. awkward moments like that where you hang out with somebody who's who's a big star and you have fun. And then when it's over, it's like, it's all over. right. See you never again. Never. Yeah. It's just that awkward separation because, you know, like even Elijah Wood, we did the Happy Feet movies and shit, kind of blast. You know, he tried to, he was making fun, trying to hit on Terry. He was just sitting with Terry in the back of the taxi, kind of making funny movements. That's in episode 21, I believe. But yeah, it's 21. But <laughs> well, and I, and I talked in episode, I think it was 16 about all the No, it wasn't 16. No, it wasn't 16. You're fucking liar. It was it 17? No, you're a fucking liar. Stop interrupting me, dude. I'm serious. Hey, why are you interrupting me? <laughs> Jesus fuck would you shut up man this is the funny would you thing. shut up man I guess if we're going for president you just really go for it but like yeah <laughs> you know but it's it's hard like we laugh and we're not even doing doing it justice because it's such a dick move like to be that well funny. and all and we're we're mostly having a polite conversation which is not what Donald Trump wanted to do he wanted to put on a show for his base they were all gonna love it and they all love it they're all saying he did a great job he fuck won yeah, the debate Trump, he told fucking, us you show that fucking liberal you tell him to shut the fuck up man you don't let that son of a bitch talk fuck yeah those are the voters I was doing the pundits are like the pundits are oh he did a great job of telling us what his policy policies were and where the country would go moving forward which what? is not true and he didn't do any of that but that's what they say on TV yeah that's, that's what they fucking say but that's republicanism modern republicanism is a cult and now it's a cult of Trump uh, it was a cult before but now it's Trump's cult and uh, uh, he sort of cooed a cult 
And and that's uh, that's where we're at. That's our country. Our country is run by a fucking cult. And that's the problem that I have. Oh, God, that's the problem that I have. Like I've never I've never been felt like I don't like. That's the reason I don't have an Apple phone. Which if you have one, great. But I just don't like feeling like sheep, like a sheep. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate what everybody does, and I just will always like God. Why? Like, why do you just yeah, instantly you. believe that? Like, why? You know, I just I can't. I have a, I have an iPhone because uh, it's user friendly. The interface is very easy. Yeah, because they it, stole it, it from works. Samsung, right? They stole it from Samsung. See, here we go. But they, me, me, me. but they did. Like they, they even admitted it. They admitted it. Like, oh yeah, that is easier. <laughs> That's what he has. Get over there. We're talking. Get up. Yes, this is not for you. Get over there. Oh I like her shirt. That's right, Ghostbusters. It says he likes your shirt, baby. That was my daughter, Birdie, who came up with the Ghostbusters shirt. And she she wants to be in the show. It's clear. That's it. She's still bad. We she, has, a... she has all the stuff for it, but she has no interest. But like, I think once she realizes how much money you could make, she might change her tune. But she's like a natural. Like she did pretty much does anything. You see her in the back? Like we whenever. should add a we should add a segment where uh, she's on the show for like five minutes. Oh, that would be hilarious! And we'll talk to her <laughs> about what's going on. But see, like if I told her that, she would flip no. out. That's the problem. Like she'll what do, do you it. Mean? Like she doesn't like like if I tell her like come on get on the show, put it on here. Like the pressure right now, like freaks her out. Like she'll have fun on her own time. Like she likes to just like right now she'll right, come up right. and do that. But if I told her okay, Bertie, do that again. Come up and put your ears behind me and do it. No, then that would flip her out. So that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Once you have the pressure of performance, then it's not uh, fun anymore. It's not free. It's not like just say this yeah. is fucking move, fuck off. Like yeah. she's very much a kid that way, and I think she at at seven years old or even at five when we would we would see that she's great and you know a lot of stuff we try to tell her. I think in her weird way, she gets that she will lose some of her childhood, which is really deep. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think she's mm-hmm. like, nah. You know, I just mm-hmm. want to enjoy being a kid. You know, if I want to do it later, maybe it's there. But right now, fuck that. I'm just having fun. Which is She dope. sounds uh, like an old soul. Like oh. she's got some wisdom for uh, a child. Totally. And that's what I'll, I always was told growing up. You know what I mean? Like. Because I was very mature. You were told what? You were told what? That I had an old soul, fool. You don't have an old soul. You're the worst thing that's happened to this country. <laughs> what are you talking about? My Shut soul, up. My soul Shut is, up. My soul is huge. People have told me that my soul <laughs> is amazing. People, You have the biggest soul? <laughs> I have the biggest soul that everyone has ever seen. America has never seen a soul this big. Barack Obama told me that my soul... <laughs> Barack Obama didn't tell you shit. <laughs> well, he might have called me that. <laughs> <laughs> called you a piece of shit. Yeah. I wish fucking Barack Obama would call Trump a piece of shit. Here's the thing, but he has, a, he has a little thing called presidential class, which is what Trumpito has none of. Yeah, but he's the president, so... Mm. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Mm. I saw... Fight fire with fire. I saw one of his tweets. Um, be careful, baby, up there. I saw one of his tweets uh, about last night, and of course, he thinks he thinks he did great. You know, that's what cracks me up. Like, how many presidents? Like, he's such a celebrity. It just cracks me up that he's out there tweeting like Kanye, like Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. He's Kim a big fat dumb baby, but like at least they're really rich. He's not even. He's a just a piece of shit. But no, but comment. see the thing is, you cannot the thing is, regardless of what the fuck we say, the problem also that we have in this country is that we pay these people that are in office when they're done for too long and give them for life. He's gonna have security and get a salary for life because he was a president. He's going to have security around him. He's going to have shit around him. I mean, that's it. Well, if Joe Biden gets elected, and let's be honest, if Joe Biden gets elected, and I think I think he won't, 
uh, because I think the system's too rigged for him to win. Um, Not only we got, that, Nazi, you, we, we got Nazis in our government. That's no, the listen, end of but, the... But the also, look, oh, shit, just even the other brilliant thing that, that Trump is doing, right, is he's making it scary for him not to win. Well, yeah, that's a classic Nazi move. That's and it. creating bad guys that aren't there yeah. and making enemies out of the the people that live in the country, turning them against each other. It's classic Nazi bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's what this fucking guy is. Uh, it's that, and that's why and Nazis depend on cult thinking, they depend on faith-based cult thinking, and that's what they have in this country right now. That's the the end of it. We've got a Nazi problem, um, and the only thing that's going to get us out of it peacefully is if everybody fucking goes and votes for Joe Biden, and it's a landslide. We're doing. There's it, no dude. way We're the electoral. It. Well, we'll see. I think we'll everyone's going to do it. Like you said, I guess uh, unless it's rigged, which look, even I'm going to go vote. I told you, you know. My thoughts on voting before, Terry, I already registered. I'm doing it. It's so easy now. It comes up on Facebook. She's like, I did it in a minute. So I'm going to do it tonight, all right? As soon as I get well, off that's here. that's true. That's true. If, if the, the, the group that matters most in this entire thing are people who don't normally vote. Yeah. Who, people who normally say, ah, it's the, they're, the, they're the fucking same. They're not the same. They've never been the same, but they're definitely not the same now. And what we're talking about is a Nazi, which is Donald Trump, and a not a Nazi, which is Joe Biden. That uh, you know, and it's not the lesser of two evils. It's one is evil and one is not. However, however flawed Joe Biden is. Exactly, he's, he's old. Fucking fuck off! But I'd rather take that old nice grandpa over the fucking goddamn. Like the fact that we even have to have this conversation. Thank you, dude. That's what I was thinking. It fucking pisses me off. It's like you interrupting me all the fucking time. I'm getting sick of it. God damn it! Would you stop interrupting me? I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that's the end of our therapy session, Lombardo. Right. Do you have anything else you want to say? Go ahead, say it right now. Yeah, shit. I love it. No, 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 I have plugs. No, I want a fucking dick. You know what? You're a fucking asshole, dude. This is over. Nobody watches fucking movie Fuzz Baby Grill or whatever it's called. Fuzz <laughs> Baby Grill. I want to watch Fuzz. I don't know what that is, but I want to watch Fuzz Baby Grill right away. That's a good fucking movie. How do I get my hands on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and watch my live show, my favorite shitty movie. You can find find it on Facebook, you fuckers. Alright, fuck off everybody and vote, motherfuckers, vote. Vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. And down please. and down ticket? Yeah. Down ticket and I make would, it whoever's would, gonna beat the Republican. All I, the votes it. against the Republicans. And that's would, it. The Republicans would, have with a lot yeah. of stuff. And I'm gonna say it, if you if you're a Trump supporter, don't listen to us. Fuck off. I'm going there. All right, love you. <laughs> if you're a Trump supporter, you're too fucking stupid to understand anything we're saying. Oh my god, dude. I can't I just fucking pisses me off. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm I'm, I'm stopping, stopping this recording. Ready? Uno, dos, tres, stop. <laughs>